Good morning, everyone, and a very warm welcome to Hillhead at the Grosvenor. Our service this morning will comprise songs from the World Church. We'll be singing music from around the world, and all the words are both on the printed order of service we were given as we came in and on the screen. So join in as you can as we celebrate music from around the world. Thank you, Anne. Um, as Anne has already said, it's a, a song a service this morning celebrating the music of the World Church, but also celebrating the prayers of the World Church. Um, you'll notice on your order of service, it tells you where each item comes from. Something just to, you know, to look at if, if you're interested uh, and be aware that we are sharing with Christians around the world. Most of it in English, but not all of it. And I just hope that you will enjoy the service. I'm going to be bobbing backwards and forwards between the choir and the lectern today because I've just taken the excuse to do some singing. Can I also say for anybody who is young or young at heart who needs to move around a bit, we do have some toys and some colouring and some very simple quiet crafts at the back. Feel free at any point just to go in and help yourself to some of that as well. So our call to worship this morning comes from a church in Sydney in Australia. To you, God of creation, we sing a new song of praise. A song of trees planted by streams of living water. A song of mountains clapping their hands for joy. A song of cities delighting in heavenly harmony. A song of people that were lost and have been found. For the earth is the Lord's and we shall be glad in it. Hallelujah. And so we come to our first song of praise. It is one we know quite well and it comes from the Fijian Islands. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. We travel now to Tanzania, or Tanzania, I'm never quite sure how you're supposed to say some of these uh, countries' names, to my shame. And I will lead us in this prayer from Tanzania, and then we will join together in the Lord's Prayer in our own first languages. So let's pray together. 
Thank you, Lord God, our Heavenly Father, that you are always merciful to us. Thank you that you have created us in your own image so that we may love you, glorify you and serve you. Thank you for the many blessings you give us day by day. Food, clothing, shelter, children, partners, friends, rainfall, sunshine, changes of weather, winter, summer, spring and autumn. All these and many other graces show us how great and merciful you are to us, your children. We are sinners who do not deserve such blessings. But since you are merciful, kind and just, you provide these things without any cost. Thank you that you have revealed to yourself to us through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, who came on this earth and died for our sins. Thank you that you have sent your Holy Spirit so that he may guide us in Christian paths. We ask you to continue to bless us day by day and give us courage, hope and strength so that we may continue to follow and serve you faithfully. We ask all this through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Saviour, who taught his followers how to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. And now we move to the USA. Thank you, Paul. مزامین قسمت 148 خداوند را از عرش بر این ستایش کنید ای کسانی که در آسمان ها ساکن هستید ای همه فرشتگان خداوند را ستایش کنید ای همه لشکرهای آسمانی او را ستایش کنید ای آفتاب و ماه خداوند را ستایش کنید ای همه ستارگان درخشان او را ستایش کنید ای آسمان ها و ای بخارهایی که 
فوق ابر هایید او را ستایش کنید همگی خداوند را ستایش کنید زیرا به فرمان او آفریده شدید او شما را تا ابد بر جایتان ثابت نموده است و آنچه او ثابت نموده است هرگز تغییر نخواهد کرد ای همه نهنگان و موجوداتی که در اعماق دریا هستید خداوند را ستایش کنید ای آتش و تگرگ و مه و تند باد که مطیع فرمان خداوند هستید او را ستایش کنید ای کوه ها ای تپه ها ای درختان میوهدار ای صرف های آزاد خداوند را ستایش کنید ای حیوانات وحشی و اهلی ای پرندگان و خزندگان خداوند را ستایش کنید ای پادشاهان و قوم های جهان ای رهبران و بزرگان دنیا ای پسران و دختران ای پیران و جوانان خداوند را ستایش کنید همه شما نام خداوند را ستایش کنید زیرا تنها اوست خدای متعال شکوه و جلال او برتر از زمین و آسمان است او بنی اسرائیل را که قوم برگزیده اش هستند توانایی میبخشد تا او را ستایش کنند خداوند را سپاس باد Good morning, everyone. I'm going to read Revelation chapter 5, verses 11 and 14 in Spanish. Y miré y oí la voz de muchos ángeles alrededor del trono, y de los seres vivientes, y de los ancianos, y su número era millones de millones, que decían a gran voz, el cordero que fue inmolado es digno de tomar el poder, las riquezas, la sabiduría, la fortaleza, la honra, la gloria y la alabanza. Y todo lo creado que está en el cielo y sobre la tierra y debajo de la tierra y en el mar y a todas las cosas que en ellos hay. El decir al que está sentado en el trono y el cordero se la será alabanzado la honra, la gloria, el poder por los siguientes de los siglos. Los cuatro seres vivientes decían, amén. Y los veinticuatro ancianos se postraron sobre sus rostros y adoraron al que vive por los siglos de los siglos.
the music of the universe. There are things that we must see in relation of use to ourselves if we are to live at all. For instance, food is to us rightly and naturally that which we eat. And if we grow cabbages, we are necessarily in a relation of use to them. But there are other things that we cannot understand at all if we see them only in relation of use. For instance, music. <coughs> if I listen to a symphony by Beethoven, expecting it to give me some information to use to my, of use to myself, information that will help me increase my income or cure my indigestion, I shall not hear the music at all, and it will be to me a mere chaos of sounds. The music does not exist to give me useful information. True, to perceive it will profit me. I shall have the delight of experiencing beauty. But the paradox of the process is this, that I shall not experience the beauty if I try to experience it with an eye to my own profit. For in that case, I shall have certain expectations and make certain demands of my own upon it, not perhaps that it shall increase my income or cure my indigestion, but that it shall give me the kind of pleasure I expect of it. If I am to experience the music as it is, I must forget about myself and all my demands and expectations and allow myself to fall in love with it, if I can. I must allow that relation, which is the music, to happen to me. Now, according to Christ, the universe in its nature is not like cabbages that we grow for our own kitchens. It is like music. Its reality consists in a relation that is not a relation of use to us at all. And we must get ourselves and our own wants and demands and expectations out of the way if we are to be aware of that reality. But, further, to be aware of the reality of the music of the universe is the highest good, the highest happiness. Then we ourselves become part of the music. We are, by hearing the music, constrained to make ourselves part of it. For it is a real music, irresistible in its beauty, and we cannot but dance to it when we hear it. He himself heard it and danced to it. And the beauty of his dance, of his life, of his whole state of being, has for 2,000 years allured the world, even when the world would not understand the meaning of it. Good morning, all. I want to take you for a moment to my native country, Lithuania, and invite you to listen to a song that comes from that country. Um, written many, many, many years ago, at least few centuries old. And it talks about the longing for the time of eternity, which Silvia has read to us in Spanish, where the throne of the Lamb is there and there is no evil around, and angels and people and God live together in friendship. Um, it just struck me, some of those words were taken exactly from that passage that we heard. We, we hadn't planned this in advance. Uh, the title of the song is, is, I was trying to think how to translate it into English, and it would go something like, a wee drop from a wee grape from the land of eternity. We love our wees in Lithuanian. So here it goes, just, just to listen. 
I'd like to invite you all to sing, if you wish. And this song comes from Egypt, uh, written relatively recently, just a few years ago, but quickly spread throughout the Arab Christian world. Almost any church you go to in, in that region is going to sing it, if not every Sunday, then very often. And perhaps unsurprisingly, it is about peace, the Arab word for which is salam. Um, you'll hear the choir singing the first verse and the refrain and then feel welcome to join in either for the refrain or for the whole thing or if you prefer then just feel free to continue to listen.
probably fair to say that we associate St. Augustine with being a bit of a misery guts. He was the one who wasn't very keen on sex and things like that. But I think sometimes there's another side to St. Augustine because he was the one also who said the glory of God is humanity fully alive. And so we're going to hear some writing of his as he reflected on a psalm. Sing to him a new canticle. Have done with the old. You know now the new canticle. The new man. The new testament. The new canticle. The new canticle does not belong to the old man. None but the new man can learn it. The man who, having once belonged to the old, is born again by grace and henceforth belongs to the New Testament, which is the kingdom of God. Our whole longing yearns after it, singing the new canticle. Let our life, not our tongue, chant this song. Sing to him a new canticle. Sing well unto him. Each one will ask how to sing to God. Sing to him, but do not sing out of tune. He does not like his ears wounded. Sing well, brother or sister. Suppose some fine musician is among your audience and you were told... Sing to please him. You feel terrified to sing, being untrained in the art of music, for you may grate upon the artist because the expert will censure the flaws which pass unnoticed by the unqualified. Well then, who can offer to sing well before a God who is such a judge of singer, such a critic of every part, such a keen listener? When will you bring the art of singing to such a pitch as not to jar in the slightest on such perfect hearing? Lo and behold, he sets the tune for you himself, so to say. Do not look for words as if you could put into words the things that please God. Sing in jubilation. Singing well to God means, in fact, just this, singing in jubilation. What does singing in jubilation signify? It is to realise that the words cannot communicate the song of the heart. Just so, singers in the harvest or the vineyard or some other arduous toil express their rapture to begin with in songs set to words. Then, as if bursting with joy so full that they cannot give vent to it in syllables, they drop the actual words and break into a free melody of pure jubilation. The jubilus is a melody which conveys that the heart is in travail over something it cannot bring forth in words. And to whom does this jubilation rightly ascend, if not to God the ineffable? Truly is he ineffable, whom you cannot tell forth in speech. And if you cannot tell him forth in speech, yet ought not to remain silent, what else can you do but jubilate? In this way, the heart rejoices without words, and the boundless expanse of rapture is not circumscribed by syllables. Sing well unto him in jubilation.
Now, you could have just sung Jubilate, Jubilate, and you'd have been very Augustinian, wouldn't you? But thanks, Paul, that was good fun. So now we're going to hear a meditation entitled Living is Dancing. There is no universal recipe for living. Living has to do with a choice of contexts. It is up to us to choose the relevant points of reference, the horizons, the directions, or, if you will, the stimuli which are going to make up the world to which we are responsible. Living is like dancing. As you dance, you move your body according to the rhythm and harmony which fill the space. The complexity of our human predicament is due to the fact that a number of conflicting rhythms and harmonies are being played at the same time. You cannot dance to them all. If you try, you become schizophrenic and your body is split or immobilised by contradictory dynamics. Personality demands integration. As Kierkegaard once said, that purity of heart is to will one thing only. So we might say that purity of heart is to dance to one rhythm only. You may dance the tune played by the present reality. Your style of life will be realistic and pragmatic. Or you may choose to move your body under the spell of a mysterious tune and rhythm which come from a world we do not see. The world of our hopes and aspirations. Hope is hearing the melody of the future. Faith is to dance it. You risk your life and you take your risk to its ultimate conclusion, even the cross, because you detect a strange odour of death mixed with the fascinating music of Mephisto, lord of the present evil world. The rhythms of the future, on the other hand, contain promises of freedom, love and life. It is worth the risk, even if we lose.
couple of weeks ago, I was invited to an induction service in the Church of Scotland, which was a great honour and privilege. And I was also invited to join the presbytery, which is basically all the ministers who are all in their finery. I had been told I needed to collar up, so I dutifully did so. And we did the ceremony and the ritual, which was very beautiful, but it's very not Baptist. And as a part of that, we had to recite the creed. Now, normally, when we get to reciting the creed, I just quietly don't do anything, because Baptists generally don't do creeds. Not because we don't believe what they say, but because we don't think you should tie yourselves down to a set of words formulated in a certain place at a certain time, because then you wind up falling out over them when somebody understands them a bit differently from you. However, I was on the front row, so it would have been mighty tricky not to. So I did as I was told. I say that as an introduction to a confession of faith I'm going to invite us to share in this morning, which comes from the National Industrial Mission of India. So if you want to be a good Baptist and not say anything creedal, that's fine. I'm, I'm not going to get angry about it. I'm not going to demand that you say anything you're uncomfortable with. And indeed, if there is a line in there you think, you know, I just can't say that within good integrity, then don't. That's the point. That's what we're about as Baptist Christians, that we have the freedom to say or not say what our conscience allows. But if you are comfortable with it, then I invite you to join with me in, in this confession of faith. There are some copies around. It's only one between two on the chairs, but all the words will also appear on the screen. I believe in one world full of riches meant for everyone to enjoy. I believe in one race, the family of humankind, learning how to live together by the hard way of self-sacrifice. I believe in one life, exciting and positive, which enjoys all beauty, integrity and science, uses the discipline of work to enrich society, harmonises with the life of Jesus, and develops in total joy. I believe in one morality, love, the holiness of sharing the sorrows and the joys of others, bringing together people as true friends, working to rid the world of the root causes of poverty and injustice, ignorance and fear. Love is the test of all my thoughts and wishes. Love guiding me, controlling me, assuring me of God's forgiveness, and giving me confidence under His Spirit's control. I believe in Jesus and the Bible's evidence about Him, whose life, death, and resurrection prove God's lasting love for the world, who combines in himself life, love, truth, humanity, reality, and God, who saves, guides, and unites all people who follow his way. I believe in the purpose of God to unite in Christ everything, spiritual or secular, to renew society, individuals, and nations, and to guide all governments under his fatherly direction. Thank you. We're now going to pray together, and I'm using a litany of prayers from the Philippines, which I have tweaked ever so slightly so that we can um, have a response. And I've put the response up on the screen because I know I wouldn't remember it because it's a bit long. Um, so when I say the words life-giving God, if you would like to, you are invited to join me in saying, empower us to take all iniquity away. There's no way I would remember that. So that's why it's up there. So let's come to God in prayer. God of life, we pray to you for all people. For all women who have been excluded from full-fledged life 
for the only reason that it has always been like that. Life-giving God, empower us to take all iniquity away. For all people who are oppressed and abused. Life-giving God, empower us to take all iniquity away. For all people whose freedom and dignity are denied by systems and authorities. Life-giving God, empower us to take all iniquity away. For all those who are driven away from their houses and their homes because of their conscience and their convictions. Life-giving God, empower us to take all iniquity away. For all who are in search of the meaning of their life within their own culture and religion. Life-giving God, empower us to take all iniquity away. For all those who labour too hard for too small a salary. Life-giving God, empower us to take all iniquity away. For all those who, from sheer necessity, have to sell their own bodies. Life-giving God, empower us to take all iniquity away. For those many desperate women and men, who are at the mercy of the rich and the powerful. Life-giving God, empower us to take all iniquity away. For all those who suffer, we pray to you. Life-giving God, empower us to take all iniquity away. We offer these prayers in the name of Christ. Amen. God, whose music causes the whole of creation to sing jubilate. God, who dances the dance of perichoretic love through all creation. Accept these, our gifts of money, and with them accept us. In the name of Christ. Amen.
I was in Warrington, we had a very elderly man who always did a massive great hey at the end of that one. So that's in tribute to Arthur. Our blessing today comes from Wales, but I'm saying it in English. God the sender, send us. God the sent, go with us. God the strengthener of those who go, empower us that we may go with you and find those who will call you Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm.